having an amazing week so far and happy new month we are in the month of july and the beginning of q3 which is also the second half of the year which for me is exciting as you guys can tell i'm excited every single new month but also this year has been an interesting one and the past I'd say the past month has been moving so fast, partially because the government of Canada, the government of Ontario has finally decided to slowly set us free. So now every single weekend, someone wants to do something and it's pretty fast compared to 16 or so months of sitting at home, not being able to leave except for four groceries and things of that nature. But as we enter into the second half of this year, this is the perfect time to assess or even reassess. Look at what goals you had for the past quarter. Look at the goals you had for this year, if you had any, and see where you are. Do you need to pivot? Are you on the right track? Do you need to redirect? Are some things that you thought were priorities in the beginning no longer so? Either way, just take a look at it. I love to do it on paper because I can't organize and see things in my mind as well as I can with a good old pencil, actually preferably pen and a notepad. So I write down what I want, how I wanted it to look and how it needs to maybe be changed or how to continue with the momentum. So don't count yourself out. Like there is still so much time in this year. There is so much time for you. You don't even know. Sometimes when you're just determined, what you could accomplish in a day of directed determination could be more than what you've done in weeks of lackluster, lack of consistency, right? So there's a lot of time. There's a lot of opportunities, friend. And today I wanted to talk to you about good versus right. This theme (laughs) is one that comes up so much in my life. Um, Another way that I'd say it instead of good versus right is also good versus good for me or good for you, right? And it's something that comes up so much in my life as I've been taking different career path choices, things will pop up and it will look so good, but it won't be right per se. And even people, meeting people and realizing that they're good people, but they're just not necessarily good for me, right? And it's just something that I've kind of been dealing with, kind of been struggling with, and I've been getting a lot of confirmation and direction on it. And recently I just started reading Woman Evolved by Sarah Jakes Roberts and I think it was like page 65 or 67. She said something along the lines of is it good? Like the difference between something being good and right. And I was like, "Bruh, This is confirmation that I really need to talk about it. And I've always felt like the concept of good, like the word good and what it represents has is extremely complex because growing up when you would talk to teachers and they'd say, how was your weekend? And you'd say good. They'll be like, don't say good. That's not a good word. (laughs) Use another word. Describe it. So good can sometimes seem like a blanket statement that doesn't have energy behind it or is not exciting. And for people as well, they don't want to be called good sometimes, right? Like when you hear the statement, like good guys finish last or nice guys finish last, it's, it's as if good is not enough. 
it's just a general statement to say you're you're not horrible you're tolerable but i don't always see that as the case and good can also be just underwhelming in general right especially when you compare it to words like great phenomenal fantastic brilliant excellent all of these words that just give you a little bit more butterflies <laughs> than the word good and another thing with the word good is that good can also have you feeling distracted or overwhelmed like when you get an opportunity that's too good to pass up and even when you think about people when you're like but they're such a good person and that's why it's a complicated word because someone will say good guys finish last. I don't want to be called a good guy. It's just boring or, or I don't want to be called a good girl. But then at the same time, when someone says like that person is a good person, it can also give you that. Yes. I don't know. Good is just like a foundational word that can sometimes we look at the foundation and we'll consider uh, it's boring compared to the structure but then again the foundation is necessary for the structure to stand right and this is where i've usually gotten stuck in the whole feeling distracted or overwhelmed by good things that are coming my way in abundance or in directions that i wasn't necessarily expecting and maybe i'm not even ready or prepared for but the fact that they're good makes me not want to say no per se right and what I've learned that has been confirmed to me multiple times is that something can be good, but not good for you. Let me repeat that one more time for the people in the back. Something can be good, but not good for you. And something can be good, but not right. Yeah, like I think the right part is a whole nother dimension because when you think of something not being good for you, it's it's still a good thing, right? But then when something's not right for you, it's good, but it just doesn't resonate with you or it's not aligned, right? Like something can be good or right or when something is good or right, rather, it means that it's aligned. It's aligned with your purpose, with who, with timing. It came at the right time. Like, you know what they say about like being at the right place at the right time? or being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Timing is so important. Purpose is important. Something can be good, but if it doesn't fulfill a purpose that's in line with where I'm going, where I'm headed towards, where you're going, where you're headed towards, then it's not the best option, right? And <laughs> in objective as well, and in direction. Like, I know for me, now that I'm doing more consulting work, I've been offered positions like permanent positions and my 2019 corporate self would have looked at those numbers and been like yes I'm so down thank you very much <laughs> for considering me I would have been so excited so ready for it but now where I am my objective of where I'm trying to go to the direction I'm going in will have those opportunities no longer looking right they're still good the pay is phenomenal. The opportunity would be great, but the objective of where I'm trying to go to doesn't align with what those things bring, right? And this is why I often think of the word good in terms of a lowercase g and an uppercase g. And I've spoken about this maybe one or two times. It's good with the lowercase g is just good stuff. 
good with a capital G is right. It's good because it's almost like, you know, in the Bible, when the world was created in Genesis and they looked at something and they said, this is good. I believe that those goods were like capital G's. This is good because it's aligned in purpose. It's aligned in timing. It's aligned in objective and it's going in the right direction. It's right. Like, I feel like the word right could have been, they could have looked at it and said, this is right. Like, this is correct. It's a capital G. So when I look at my life, I look at things in that perspective. And I think it could help you guys as well that things can be good, but they don't necessarily need to be, they might not necessarily be a capital good. So it's when you look at everything that's attached to you, where you want to go to, where you've been, what you're striving towards and seeing how this good thing aligns with that. Right. And it's being able, being able to discern this, that will really make a difference in helping you make decisions. Because I know for me, being able to say no sometimes can be tough or it has been tough because I'm like, it's a good thing. I don't want to seem like an ingrate. I don't want to seem like I'm being too picky. I don't want to seem like my chest is too high, (laughs) that I have an arrogance about me that I think I'm too good for things by saying no to an opportunity, but understanding alignment and the importance of alignment in the decisions that we make will have it easier for you to determine that this is good, but it's not right. This is good, but it's not right for me. Um, it's not good for me. Right. So one of the, a few things like that, I just thought of off of my, that I just thought of off of the top of my head, English, (laughs) that has really given me the good lowercase g capital G feelings is saying no to requests from people you love. Like literally saying no to somebody. People invite, especially right now that the world is just opening up in Canada. So yeah, Canada is just opening up. Someone can invite you somewhere and it will be a fun time, guaranteed. It will be a good time. You'll be around good people. But if you say yes to that, what you're giving up in exchange, i.e. what you're saying no to, because everything we say yes to also makes us say no to something else, would, would be better aligned than you, for you to go to that place. And it can be really difficult to say no in these type of decisions, um, in these type of situations, right? Because it's like, it is good. It's fun. We're going out. We're going to have a good time. But this is where you have that discernment, right? It might be good, but is it right? And if the answer is no, then you may have to say no to people you love, seeing them when they want to see you and understanding that they might even get offended at the fact that you say no, but understanding at the same time that there is a purpose and an alignment that you're pursuing actively. And part of actively committing to that alignment is removing yourself from things that might be out of that alignment and being able to have the discipline to do so. Another place that this shows up is saying no to a good relationship. And this could be romantic. This could be business relationship. This could be a friendship. This could be a, a family relationship, right? And this is where the good, but not good for you comes in. There are some people who at certain seasons in your life, they were 
beneficial, not even just beneficial. They were necessary for a certain level of growth, for certain opportunities, for a perspective, something that you needed. But when you evolve past a certain place, that might no longer be the case. And if that's no longer the case, being able to say you're good, but you're no longer good for me. And because it's not good for me, I need to be able to separate myself from this so that I can make room for the good, capital G, for me. Another one is money. Understanding that not all money is good money. And this just kind of goes back to um, the example earlier of opportunities that pay well, but pay and purpose are not always aligned, right? Like you can get paid while doing something that's completely out of line with what you need to do to be a necessary stepping stone to where you need to be, right? And understanding that good money is not always right money. And I think that's probably the best one because when, especially with the way the economy has been for the past two years now, when some good money comes your way, like high five figures, six figures, it's hard to be able to say, maybe I won't put my dreams on the bench for now to do that. Or maybe I won't put my purpose, but I'm not saying to go either way. But what I'm saying is that to understand that just because something looks good doesn't mean that it's right for you, right? Another one is opportunities along the same lines of money. There will be great opportunities, good opportunities, but they won't be right opportunities. And it's important to note that saying no can mean not right now because it's not right now. Repeat that one more time. It's important to note that saying no can mean not right now because it's not right now. So saying no doesn't mean no forever. It can just mean not yet. It can mean I'm going to put this away for now because it's not right for what I'm doing at this moment. And having the the bravery, I'd say, to be able to say this looks good, but I'm going to table it and wait for it a little later because it would completely throw me off is something that takes a high level of discernment. This is knowing what to table and what to shelf. And being okay with understanding that not everything can be on your table because if there's too much to eat on the table, there's going to be a lot of waste. Even though it's all good quality, there's some stuff you need to put in the fridge. (laughs) There's some stuff you need to leave in the shelf. And then when it's time, when there's room at the table, when there's appetite, when there's resources and opportunity, that is when you bring it to the table, right? Saying no to things that don't serve you is great. But saying no to things that don't serve your highest purpose is divine. And that's the difference. It's easy to say no to things that don't serve you, right? Like we can say no all the time. If someone were to ask me, do you want to go bungee jumping and it's going to be on national television? I'll be like, no, I won't even have to think twice because no, I'm not doing that. But being able to say no to things that are good, that are interesting, that, that you enjoy, but from a place of understanding that saying yes to them would not be right, that the time that those things would take in you agreeing to them would take away from time that could be served elsewhere, that is divinity. That is higher level operation. And that is where the true change comes because it takes more sacrifice to do that, right? And discernment is the key to the second one. And also focus, like to be so focused 
in your knowing that you can say, I would love this, but I'm going to fight against the want of it and sacrifice it for now, or maybe even forever in exchange for what I really want. And on the flip side, the right thing might not always seem good. Like I need to throw that out there, right? Because right is not always interesting. It might not feel good. It might take everything in you to fight for it. But the difference is that what's right is worthy. And worthiness often supersedes good feelings. One more time, worthiness supersedes good feelings. Because getting up to go to work and knowing that you're exhausted, but understanding that you need a paycheck supersedes, right? It's worthy of the struggle because payment is important because finance is important, right? And it's an elevated perspective at the end of the day that moves you from wanting to having because it's your duty. Like from wanting to do it to having to do it. Like sometimes I know, like the work analogy, I'm sure all of you guys can relate to or even school, waking up in the morning to go to class, waking up in the morning to go to work, but not wanting to, but having to and deciding to, irrespective of the fact that it doesn't feel good, it's not fun, but understanding that it's right. It's because you've gotten to a place where you understand what your duty is. And this is a place that I just want all of you guys to really consider for this week or for however long you need to meditate on it, but just take a look at what is good and what is right. First of all, even understanding what right looks like for you would be probably the first step so that then you could go backwards and then when you're in a situation based on what you've determined right to be, it'll make it easier to be able to sift through what's actually good for you or what's just good lowercase g. But yeah, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Have an amazing week. Don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, share with a friend. I'll talk to you next Wednesday.